and we are underway broadcasting to you from our remote Pittsburgh studios in Cranberry Township. We bring you episode 29 of our podcast, Steel City Sports Talk. My name is Alex Brown. And I'm Ryan Berry. And together, as you know by now, we are your hosts for this podcast. Today, to start off, we have an interview brought to you from our friends at Steel City Prep. It's We're excited to bring it to you. It's with their defensive coordinator, Mr. John Lane. So for our first question we have for him, what have you learned from last season? What I've learned is the recruiting part of football. Last season, I wasn't really involved in a recruiting, but this year, I get to recruit players I would love to see play on my on my defense and have part of our uh, have part of our program. For our second question, Mr. Lane, what do you plan to change within the program? This year, what I plan to change is to make sure our players feel like family from the time that they arrive to our school to the time they leave. So I have a lot of community work planned for the players so they can get that good bonding moment and so they can feel like brothers because they are brothers, they're family from this time that they are here at Still City Prep. That's great, Mr. Lane. What scheme did you guys run last year on defense? The scheme that we ran last season was a 4-2-5, four down linemen, two linebackers, and five defensive backs. But two of our defensive backs were like, um, they were like hybrids. They were like safeties, but also could play the outside linebacker position. Coach, will you be using that same scheme in this upcoming season? This upcoming season, we will not be running the same scheme as last year. This year, we're going to run a 4-3. So, I'm I'm really excited about installing this 4-3 into our defense. We got a lot of talent coming up, coming into Steel City Prep, and I just can't wait to see, see them take the field. Us as well, Coach. Coach, you were promoted to defensive coordinator during last season. How is your approach to this season different than it was last year? My approach for this season is totally different from last season because last season I was just the defensive line coach. This season I'm going to be the defensive coordinator. So once I got promoted, it felt really great. And now I know I got some big shoes to fill. But this year I have control over the whole defense, not just the defensive line. And I have a great coaching staff behind me. So I know we'll do great things this season. I just can't wait. Coach, is there any certain defensive coordinator, either past or present, that you model your defensive schemes and systems after? No, I really didn't model my system behind any defensive coordinators, but I do have to give big shout-outs to my high school coach, Kenny Wright. He He was our head coach, but he was also our defensive coach, and he taught me a lot. I was one of his star middle linebackers. So I was always a guy for defense. I love defense. I love. I, lo- I used to love bringing a boom and hitting someone, bringing the pain to them instead of the pain coming to me. <laughs> Absolutely, Coach. Coach, what are your, our final question is, what are your goals for next season? My goal for next season is to keep my opponents under 21 points. Then I'll let our, our offense do the rest because uh, Chap, Chapman over there, he got a great offense. He has a great system. 
Sounds like a plan, Coach. We thank you for being on the podcast today. Thank you for taking the time to do this with us. And maybe we'll be able to do it again sometime. Rex and Alex, I want to thank you guys for having me a part of your show. I look forward to working with you guys in the future. That was our interview with uh, defensive coordinator of Steel City Prep, Coach Lane. We appreciate with him taking the time to talk with us, and we look forward to doing more of those interviews in the future. But now let's move on to the Pittsburgh Penguins, Alex. Yep, uh, the Pittsburgh Penguins, since we last talked, they're 2-1-1. One, one. They uh, hey, lost. Not terrible. Not terrible, but not not where they be, should be. It would be nice to be able not to Not where they should be. To make that 3-1. and one. They, lost, they lost to the um, Flyers last Thursday in a shootout. Which is okay, but then they then they beat. Uh, I thought that was a game they should have won. They yeah, a lot of they did. In that they, game. they should have. And Carter Hart just played out of his mind. That's the best he's played all season. He's had a horrible year. No, Carter Hart played good against the Islanders the next game also. Yeah, but now, but it's too little, too late. They're not going to make the yeah, playoffs. They're not going to. The make Flyers the won't make the playoffs. The Flyers will never win the Stanley Cup. Never, never, ever again. Hopefully not. Hopefully not. People were saying that at the beginning of this year. Oh, look, they beat the Penguins two games. And look what's happened since that point. The teams have gone in completely opposite directions. And now, and then on Saturday, the Penguins beat Buffalo. I, I believe it was 3-2, Ryan. They beat Buffalo 3-2 that day. And just so you guys know, Jeff Carter, that was his first game against the Flyers. He was fast. He played fast. But he, he got a lot of opportunities, but he couldn't finish. And that was the story of the next couple of games with him as well. I, was, I mean, it doesn't have, like he got a lot of opportunities, but he just couldn't put it in the back of the net to be able to get that breakthrough goal. We'll talk about that in a minute. And then, um, so they beat Buffalo 3-2, and then the very next day they lost to Buffalo, and that's not a game you can lose. You can't lose to Buffalo. You can't lose to Buffalo, but you're not going to go 6-0 against a team. I mean, it's not going to go... I would hope you could go, you know, it's Buffalo. Buffalo got some guys back. They're not as bad as New Jersey. New Jersey is worse than them right now. I would agree with that. But New Jersey, I mean, we'll talk about New Jersey in just a quick second but i mean buffalo is still not good and you should beat buffalo every time you play them. you gotta take advantage of this point seven and one these points five, if you look at the standings right now the penguins are still not a lock ryan they're still not a lock for the playoffs they're still are, the rangers as close you've been saying they're a lock for a while alex i they, they're a lock okay they're they, they're not they're, they're not a lock for, they're not a lock for the, win last night for the th- three or two or they can actually they could end up having any any of the seeds for the playoffs, which is amazing. What about the? No, that's division. scary though. That's scary. You could, I mean, they could either win the division or they could be in last place in the so division right now, very right now, easily. If they would have won that game against Buffalo, they would be number one in the division, and they could still have an easy chance to go down to fourth. In the but if they would have even got that extra point against the Flyers. They'd be tied. It would be a three-way tie for the division. The Penguins are better than the Islanders. I just know that about that. That we could beat them in the playoff series. I the hope Bruins we play I'm the Islanders. really worried about. I, hope, I, I would be okay if we played the Islanders. Do you think the Bruins could catch up to the Islanders, or do you think the Bruins are pretty much going to be the fourth or third seed? I think they, I think they will not pass us. I, I, do you, dude, would you rather us have the second seed or the third seed yes, and play yes, Islanders yes. than be the one seed and play the Bruins? Absolutely. That's what I'm saying. Absolutely. You want to win I, the division, I don't want to play Boston at you. all. I don't want to play but Boston, Boston at all. Really, really you can't hot. touch them with but a 10-foot pole. Them in, actually... Would you rather play the Capitals or the Bruins right now? Capitals. Easily the Capitals. Look what the Penguins have done against the Capitals this year. We play yeah, the them two more times really next surprisingly. week. I mean, they're hot as well. The team that's not hot, though, is the Islanders. They, I mean, they're still, they're still winning games. Now the Islanders are 7-3 and three in their last 10. I mean, they're, they're not doing that bad. They've won two in a row. I guess you really haven't heard that okay. much buzz about them for some reason. Like, remember well, that one that time they were team. like... They're not going to win the cup. They're just that kind of pesky team. They're a really so the pesky New Jersey team. The Barry Trotz are the second team in the NHL coach. that are officially eliminated. So the two teams that are officially eliminated from the playoffs are, our division. are in the East Division. 
And we just lost, and we almost lost. And let's talk about the final game that they've played since we last oh, talked. Last uh, last night on Tuesday, they the Tuesday the twentieth, they almost uh, they won. They, let's get that straight. They won the game against New Jersey, seven to six. The papers and press were going with after that second period, Alex. They they were up six nothing after two periods. And that reminded me of one of those things when New Jersey started coming back. The Mike Ling usually uses, "Hold the papers, hold the press. The game's not over yet." That's a he's so good with those lines, unbelievable, Mike Lang, one of the best ever to do it. Um, and so it's it act, exactly that they took the foot off the gas. They took the foot off the gas, and they got New Jersey scored five, uh, six goals in that period. They drifted, including off. a goal with forty seconds off. left. They did. They didn't do, play their game. They got the lead, and New Jersey Devils. I mean, if you're that young team, you're embarrassing on six nothing. Then it's kind of like you're playing. Uh, like your dad, and you have nothing to lose. You just want to play. Yeah, what do they have to have lose? Fun. They have nothing they to lose. They come out and say, let's just play as hard as we can. We don't have to worry. We're not going to win this game. We're not going to make the playoffs. So let's play as hard as we can and try to have fun out there. And that's what they did, and they brought it to the Penguins. They were embarrassed. They came out there saying that we have nothing to lose. And they came out there and showed that they can compete, and they're going to have a great future if they can add some guys. Especially well, the they're a really young team, really young team. And they're, that's going to be a good team in a couple of years. It's going to be a good team. They have a lot of number one picks. They have two number one picks on that team. So the Penguins, three. I think they have three at least so the Penguins, number one overall picks. This is the key for them locking in officially, officially mm-hmm. the playoffs. Not, I don't think it is well, they're, they're official. In. They're in. You're right. But they're in. they got two games against New Jersey. Win, you have to win, win both. both. you got to win both. We've lost New Jersey only one time, or we've lost them twice? Once. Once, then one OT loss. I think I so. Think. That sounds about right. If you get those two wins, four-plus points, and then you go to the— Six biggest stretch of the year. You got two games against Boston. If you win both of those, you're, that you're, pretty much secures you ahead of them. Yeah, definitely. But then you got Washington. In Washington, you could actually try to get to the first seed. And then you got two games against Philly, which but is— you know what those games scares me the most? And then you play two against Buffalo. Those, the games in the Boston. future that scare me the most. No, Philadelphia, you play Philadelphia, and then you play uh, Buffalo at the end of the year. I, that's awesome that yeah. we get them the last but game th- those, the That Philadelphia games, those scare me a little bit. Because they're gonna be wanting to play spoiler, they really are like knock us they down are, a couple. Especially tanks. against the Penguins. And every of point, teams, every single point counts. Every single point counts. Every single point. Yeah, nobody's taking that literally. No, like, like nobody's taking kill, that literally. Like, kill, like, like what? I'm trying to think of. <laughs> like, like, nobody's taking that literally. Nobody's taking that literally. They, they want to beat the Penguins. Like, it was a kill the Penguins' chances. But that third period last night is unacceptable. For a Stanley Cup contender, unacceptable. Hey, they got the win. They it didn't accept for any terrible. Team. It was it wasn't actually. Didn't they did really play terrible. Watch they the, played uh, a terrible third period. They I played a terrible. They didn't play terrible. You just I said they did play terrible. Yeah, I think okay. Uh, but but they got the win. That's all that matters. They got the win. They had some things to work on, and maybe it was just them taking the foot off the gas and never getting back on. But Sid, the kid, of course, saved us. Got that goal to make it seven to three. But do you think that they're more the six O team after the first thirty minutes? Or are they the team that gives up are, six? Are they the team that gives there's up the, six goals in the third period? Team, Alex. The Jory, that's not how Jory usually plays. The Smith is a good goalie. He could put either one of them in and have a good game. The thing that hasn't worrying about me, worrying have has me worrying a little bit is because the goalies they haven't been as rock solid as much lately. I mean, they had that bad game against Boston, bad game against New York. Then they had a stretch of really really good games. You just said he never plays like that. Jory has these games sometimes. He sometimes and, has these kinds of stinker of a games, and that, that could be that could be part of him not just getting back from injury and maybe not getting He's been back the, for injury for a while. Thing. Sometimes it takes a while. 
But no, it's been months. It has not been months. Yeah, he was injured two months ago. He's been back no, for at least two months. Not. Yeah, he has. No. But uh, another thing not that, that we're minor on. tweak. It was like a minor tweak, like a couple. Yeah, weeks but he missed a couple games. It still takes you a while to get back in the thick of things. <laughs> okay. Uh, so this week they play. So th- as you said, they play uh, oh, Devils twice, Boston twice. Yeah. Oh, I was like, how one. did you think I'm talking about the big injury? I'm talking about the big injury. I'm not talking about the the one that he was out for two games. But this one, the, uh, so this week they play four games. I think before we next talk, and all big games. Got win. Got to win at least three of these games. We they're all at the home. Right, they're all at home. Yes, we did. They're all. They're, they're all at home. Seasons went by fast. I feel like. Yeah. And the the marquee game for me is going to be on NBC on Sunday at three o'clock, and it's Boston Pittsburgh. It doesn't get much better than a Sunday game again between those two teams. Two story like franchises. Too. They're, they're fun to those two teams are fun to watch. Um, and it's at, it's home against Boston. Physical, so yes, that'll help us too. We've been really good home. Really good at home, except the Flyers. Except yes. versus the Flyers. But we're not normally good against Boston. Normally has our number all the time. But what is their record against them this year? We've been better against them. I don't think we're. I think we have a losing record against them. We do have a losing record. But it's better than it could than it has been in the yes, past. Yes, yes. We actually beat them in Boston. Um, but that's Carter scored on against the Devils on Tuesday, so that was a bright spot. One of the few during that game. Uh, Rodriguez has been playing good. Mike Matheson got his fifth of the season. Mike Matheson. Two and four. Yeah, Mike Matheson. Two chances to make that four and four. Yeah, Mike, Mike Matheson. Sorry. What do you think of Mike Matheson this Mike year? Mike Matheson. I mean, what does he have? 11 points in his last 12 games? I, that sounds about right. He has five Is goals. He that goal from five goals in the season. Time? No, that was Dumoulin. All right. Oh, but that, that yeah. was funny. Dumoulin has but three Mike goals Matheson, this season. That's a career I mean, high, that I think. trade's working out for us. I mean, Hornquist, he's doing amazing in Philly, but how much of a... Would this team be much different with him in the lineup? I mean, you got that. But Tanev's coming back soon. Kapanen was full practice in a normal jersey today. Malkin has was skating and practicing with Tan, or Kapanen as well. So we're going to have them back for the playoffs, maybe even before the season ends. But I don't know if we'd bring them back that early, Alex, if we were locked for the playoffs. Would you bring them back? I wouldn't bring back Malkin. I would bring back— I would definitely Kapanen. I I'd bring, well, those two games against Buffalo at the end of the year— I think you could bring them back. For I, I think you should bring Sid, those Sid. three back. Maybe you sit Sid, but I think you bring those three back. You gotta have some game action under their belts before. We don't they come know back for out. sure if Tanev is coming back before the end of the season. He should be. I, I think he should be. I think he's gonna be. Are those the, are those the only that are injured? Captain's more of a uh, more of a lock. Uh, yes. You know, let me look at any reports. That's that's it. But we need those guys back. That's a whole line. That's a whole line. That fourth line last night was, as much as I love Janikowski. It says I mean, Brandon Tannehill about until May 6th. And Frederick... Yeah, wait, Frederick wait, go back. What did you in. just say before I started that sentence? I said, I love Janikowski. As much as I love Janikowski, the fourth yes. line player who does nothing for the Penguins. He's done more than uh, a lot of those players have. Um, but Who? He's done more who? Them for them than Lafferty has, Skeevier has, Goudreau has. But he's played more Angelo games than all of them. You know Why? Why is that the case? Why has he played more games, right? Because Mike Sullivan likes him for some reason. I don't see I don't see what he brings to the team. Especially when you have you him. You said, in, just, you don't think he's trying? Do you not think he's trying spe- to be good? Especially when you have him and Colton Skeeter on a You fo- said last, you said a couple weeks ago he wasn't Philly trying. in the overtime. I mean, he just tries to get the shift over. So you don't think he's trying? When he's out there, you don't think he's skating 100%? You, said, that. you just said. You said he was trying to get the shift over with. 
Like you just said, that was the case. Like you just then, then out you there bring going a, through the motions. Like, you think he's out there going guy, through the motions? Then you bring a guy like Frederick Goudreau, and who's actually provided a spark to the bottom of the lineup. And I really like how he's playing. A spark. And the Zahorn has been playing good too. Well, Zahorn hasn't done much either in the last couple of games. He hasn't done anything at all. Well, the thing with the fourth line players, you don't expect them to score. Or so then, get why so then why are you so angry at Janikowski? Then why are you so angry at Janikowski? Janikowski isn't. He's a fourth line player. You just walked yourself into that one. You said I don't expect the fourth liners to score every no, night. No, I said he isn't. He isn't a big difference maker in any games. He was, but what I mean, fourth liner is? Skeevier won us that one game. I mean, what game has he actually contributed that actually won us a game or gave us an opportunity to win the game or even like? I'm not gonna name a game. Could you name a game for all of those players in the team? Could you name a game where Brian Dumoulin made a significant or difference? Give me an example. Could you give name a game when all these teams? No, I'm not gonna give you a difference because I just said I can't name one. Could okay. you? I meant like every, an example, like like he had five goals. He had five points in five games a couple games ago. He had a five game point streak. That was his most of his career. But he played. <laughs> he played. He's played really good in those games. I think we had a good record in those games too. So he he was contributing then. Does that not count his contribution? The thing with Janikowski is he's not a, a consistent player. I mean, he's... Well, what player is consistent on okay, the Okay, we're spending line? too much talking about a fourth liner who's, been, who's dropped out of the Well, because you're, because, you're, because you're talking yourself out of these so, things. So, uh... You're contradicting yourself. Okay. I'm trying to have... I'm trying to help you. Help me help you, Ryan. Help me help you. Let's talk about the Pirates. Let's talk about the Pirates now. That's not a song. Uh, that's, a, that's a movie line. Mm-hmm. Um, Pirates. Let's talk about mm-hmm. the Pirates. They're three. Yes, it is. They're three and two in their last. Um, there is a song. I think it's actually by Logan Paul. <laughs> yeah, Logan Paul. His brother was that his brother that. Uh, yeah, we don't. That wandered the that. weekend. That was stupid. Uh, he he didn't play. He didn't wrestle anybody that that good. He just got a big paycheck out of it. That guy. That guy never was horrible in the MMA. Who he wrestled. Horrible. He was horrible. He was horrible. It was the, he was in the UFC. UFC. Whoever it was, he wasn't good at all. That's why. That's why he boxed him. He's the worst person that he is. Hey, the Pirates most one. Yeah, but he's the he's the worst person he could have uh, faced out of that. Okay, why are we the, talking about this? UFC this is one of the event. Pirates. They're eight and nine actually right now because they just won the first half of the doubleheader and against they're Detroit. Four, they're four and two in their last six. Yeah, they're four and two now. And they're or five and two. Their last six. Four and two in their last six. Well, three and two in their or last five. Four and two in their last six. Yeah, but they're five and I thought you meant. I don't know what. No, they're four and two in their last six. Five, you couldn't have said five and two and make it sound even better. But they're not. I'm not gonna lie. They are. No, they're not. Yes, they are. How are they five and two in their last six? They won Tuesday against the Padres. They won Wednesday against the Padres. Then lost the Padres. That's two and one. Then they beat the Brewers. That's three and one. That was last Lo- Tuesday. We can't count last. I said Tuesday. last seven games. We're, we're not doing last seven games. We're doing it since we last talked. Well, you could make it sound like it seems better than four and two the last six. How about five and two their last seven? There you go. And then they played the Tigers against today, the but they've been playing really, really good baseball. Baseball that actually. You'd be excited to watch if you actually cared about the Pirates. Uh, but nobody, which, not, which not people do. No, no. There's no reason to. But the, the Padres, they beat them 5-1. to one And they Joe Musgrove, coming off his no-hitter, got taken out earlier in that game. He did. And but that the, was a good game. But the I bats mean, are really swinging. The bats are doing fantastic. Yeah, it's not Pirates. just one guy. Polanco, Polanco got a couple Polanco home runs. Polanco is still batting under 200. We got a couple home runs last week that contributed. Two home runs. Reynolds has been looking back to his rookie season form. Moran is playing out of this world. I mean, he's been our best player so far this year. And we're playing without Key Brian Hayes, who is our star. Star, if you could really say that for the Pirates. And then uh, 
you play the then they beat the Brewers six. They did lose the Padres eight to three. That that was a bad game. But and then Friday they played the Brewers. They won six to one in a great game. Reynolds sealed that one with a two run homer. In actually that's Polanco who had that home run in that game. I, I'm getting my homer homers mixed up. He two by eyes there, and uh, I think it was the seventh or eighth inning, and that uh, really who? put us over the edge. What'd you say, Polanco? But what'd you say before that? And Moran had a homer in the second inning, and Frazier had a triple in the fifth inning, and Reynolds had a double that Frazier scored on. So that was they're getting these in bursts. But the one problem that they've been having this year, they've been, they haven't been good in the first inning. They're letting up so many runs in the first inning, Alex. I mean, every game, look at this. this there's a score in the first inning. I mean, it hasn't. Yeah. I mean, the Brewers they lost seven to one. They lost seven to one. I think like five of those runs. We're in the first inning. Yeah, all five five of them were in the first inning. It's not how you can start a game. No. And that falls on starting pitching. They've had some good ones, and I arguably the best pitcher this year has been JT Brubaker. He's a ERA of like 183. He's been very, very good this year. He's been solid. And he reminds me of kind of Trevor Williams. Like he's, I don't know. I don't know why. But but he's been a good player. I really like how he's been pitching for the Pirates. Alex, your takes on any of these games? Um, Wake me up when we get to July. They're always good in April. And they're they're good. always good in April. I, I can bet you they're, that they're either going to trade Planco or Moran. Alex. I think they'll trade. I think they'll have to trade Moran. They're either going to trade Moran or sign him and Reynolds to a long-term deal. You can't. Why would you sign Moran to a long-term deal? He's never done this before. He's young, younger too. He's always been a solid, solid player. I mean, his career average isn't bad at all. He's not good on deep. Oh, yeah, I guess he's playing first base. He's not that bad. But um, defense doesn't matter when you're at first base. It still does, kinda. I mean, he's been still good, good with uh, picks this year. Yeah, but other other things like I, Polanco. Who, who's gonna take Polanco still though? I'm not gonna he get a lot for keep, Polanco. He has to keep getting. Him. I mean, he has to be really good for him to get uh, for him to be, be even worth I mean, if trading. They if they could have only got international spending money from Corey Dickerson, I don't think you're gonna get much for Polanco. No. Polanco's 2021 stats, he has, or not Polanco, Moran's 2021 stats, he has 295 average, four homers, 14 RBIs. In his career stats, he's two seventy one for his career, Alex. So that he's never shows he's been a consistent player. Yeah, he has been. Last season was wasn't amazing, but it wasn't a bad season either. He batted two forty seven. That's not terrible. But then 2018, 2019, both those years he batted two seventy seven, and then twenty seventeen he batted three sixty four. That's good. But actually, 2017, he only had seven. Games. But as for the team, this team is not going to be. He's a younger player too. Can I? Can I? Uh, he's only 28 years old. Can I get my? Uh, Looks a lot older than that, but he's only 28 years old. Can I get my point now? Get your spiel. Yeah, because without without interruption, please. Maybe if it's stupid, then I'll interrupt you. Okay. Listen to this. Wake me up when we get to July for this team. That's this, right. This team, they're always good in April. Pirates are always good in April. This team is not a good team. Uh, this is this is just getting going in so, the season. So, wait, so I kind of understand. This team is not they're good. not a good team, but they're playing good they're, baseball they're, right now because they always are good in April. This team will uh, eventually. Will they get figured out by the rest of the league? I think they're going to go in a big arguably, losing streak. They've had a hard schedule, and big they're going to get back over five hundred these next. Couple but they're in games a tough well. division. They're in a tough division as it is. Um, the Chicago Cubs, I think, have a chance of finishing last in the division. The Pirates and we'll Cubs are going to yeah. be racing for that. We'll see. Uh, Pirates, their next five games, two against Detroit, and they got three against the Twins. Those twins, are the best teams get, in the American. Those are the worst teams in the American Central. Uh, they'll get. They'll get uh, at least. I think they'll get uh, lose at least two games to the Twins. Twins are a good team. But if he, they beat Detroit right now, they have another game against Detroit and the second game of the doubleheader tonight. 
This is Wednesday the 21st. Mm-hmm. 21st? But I just want to ask you this, Ryan. When I was talking about Wake Me Up then. Let's yeah, think, I agree with you. think about the Yankees. The Yankees are currently last in their division, I believe. The Yankees. Do you think they'll be in the playoffs? I mean, you got Aaron Judge. You they'll got, be in the playoffs, got, right? Who's... They should be in the playoffs, yeah, at least in the wild Garrett card. Cole, or is that the, yeah, they still have Garrett Cole. They have Garrett Cole. Jameson Tyone. How are you not winning games of these type of players? I, that's the point. They're going to be better. They're, They're going to get, get better. They'll, They're going to make the playoffs. playoffs. Yes. But you can't say the same thing about the Cubs because they don't have the pitching. No, about, that's that's pitching my point about the Pirates. Pirates are good right now, but... And when we get into September, they're not going to they're not going to be they're going to be scraping the bottom of the league. They, that's what they're going to be doing. They're not they're not, not that. Hey, we'll see what happens. You gotta you just gotta enjoy these. Gotta enjoy these right can. now. You're they right. got eight. Right. They're eight and nine. You gotta enjoy it. You gotta enjoy it while you can, um, because they're playing good baseball. They're playing good baseball. They're getting quality uh, pitching, quality at bats, and we'll see how long and they can keep it up. If you win three for. to two, I mean that's some great pitching there. And Rodriguez. He'll be gone if if, if the Pirates keep pitching like too. this. I mean, he doesn't have a let up a run. He's been he's domination. Been fantastic. I mean, in the game they won against the Brewers, uh, in almost said overtime, extra innings. That, do you like the actually? Before I go into Rodriguez, that game. Do you like the extra inning rule? Do I like the extra inning rule? Um, when the runner starts base? at second base, I think it speeds up the game. Yes. Speeds up the game, but you think it kind of feels like a cheap win, or do you think it's a, even? No, it's even, a win. Even, even because each team gets to do it. It's even. I mean, it doesn't count as an earned run against the pitcher, but it does count as a loss. Yeah, and it should. But I feel like if you're starting something on second base, you, you should probably score every time you have that. You probably should, but that you see all the times they don't. And that's that's about all the Pirates talk we got. How do we talk a little bit about Ryan? Um, Pitt? No, there's nothing to talk about with Pitt. Well, it's, a couple of transfers. transfers. How about you go over those, go, go over those two transfers? Okay, I'll talk about one. You can talk about the other one. I'm not gonna. You you got them. You can talk about them. Uh, you got all. You got Daniel Olapato. Olapato, uh, the boogeyman, as he calls himself. Yeah, the boogeyman. Yeah, the boogeyman is at Pitt. For, uh, transfer from Oakland University he was a number ninth in the MCAA in re- offensive rebounding last year. If Jim Henning comes back, you combine those two, and that's a pretty good one-two punch on the offensive glass. And you need a center. But who's the second guy that got Alex? I don't know. Who was this? You found him. You found him. You found him before I did. Because I didn't know, actually. I didn't know, hear anything that they offered this guy. I knew they about, got, they got a guy I last knew night. about the other guy. What's his name? They got this guy last night. I just, I swear, I just looked at his name and I was reading about him right before this. Jamar- Jamarius Burton. Jamarius Burton. He's a Texas draft transfer and averaged 20 minutes a game last year. He got averaged like around four to five points per game, but he didn't get that many opportunities. So let's see what he can. He, he was a, a double double. He was a double double a night. Five points and no, no, not five points. Ten points, ten assists. No burden. Yeah, he's a, he was a double he double. Five points per game. No, he averaged ten at points Texas a game. Tech. No, he averaged ten points. Uh, that's that was at Wichita State. Uh, you're right. Yeah, but Wichita. Wichita he was State. at Texas Tech last. But he was year. at Wichita State the year he, before he that. He played good for Texas or for Wichita State. He didn't get that many opportunities at Texas Tech, but Capel's trying to add these veteran tough players. He's a tough defensive player, and that's what he's trying to add. We'll see how it works out. And the problem with Cable's teams, he's had good teams, but he hasn't been able to get them to mesh and play together the right way. This will be the test for him. It's like almost a completely different team. Let's see what he can do with it, and let's see if he can get another center because there's lots of times left. In the, I think I believe he has three to four open scholarships right now. It was like seven originally. Let's see what he can do with it. Will Reed come? Oh, that's going to be crazy. I don't know when he's going to announce. Oh, yeah, we were talking about this last week that he was announcing – 
the day after we did the podcast. Uh, he did not he announce. Did not. He postponed it. Of course, he did. When I was looking at my phone the whole entire day, he post decided to announce that he was postponing. He didn't even announce it. No, he, he did, no, he didn't even announce at, it. His mom announced at it at eight thirty p.m. the whole day. I'm looking yes. through my phone, waiting to see if he commits. So I, I, come on, why do you take that long? And he's it's six days. It's a six day postponement. He, you're telling me he hasn't decided in six days after. It's a big decision, but come we'll on! He's mean, been thinking about this for months. So he hasn't thought. He's been. He should have been thinking about this for months. So the, the, those. That's the third edition they got. The Jamarius Borden. So that's him, Nate Santos, a 2021 recruit, and Daniel Alapato, the boogeyman. And uh, <laughs> and uh, let's see. There's more opportunities to get. They're offering guys. Yeah, we'll see. But I think the big problem. They're good, pretty much at guards and forwards. They could add a, maybe a guy if they needed to. But I think the big thing is centers. I mean. You have, right now you have Max Amadasum. If you you got Hughley's a question mark, and then there's nobody else. I just want uh, that's a that's that's a good recap of Pitt. I want to talk quickly. Thank you, Alex. I want to talk that's quickly. Very nice yes, of you. yeah, you're welcome. I want to quickly talk about um, the Steelers as the draft is next week. So I just want to talk, let's go over quickly. There was this guy that had sources within the, the locker room, not in the locker room, within the organization that said that um, they were down to three people basically. So you got Najee Harris. Running back? You got Landon Dickerson. Was he the center? Or was he He's the a center. He's a center. He's good. And you got this, I think it was an offensive tackle that they were looking at. Yeah. I think if you have the choice between a running back, offensive tackle, center. and a center, you got to go with the center. You, you got to go with the center. You can touch on him because I don't really know much about the draft. I've been really been following it that well. I just don't want them to take Najee Harris. I just don't want. I, I mean, it wouldn't be terrible, but he's a good, he's a good I'd player. Take an offensive lineman because that's like where the need is right now, and they can get a running back in the second round. Yeah, he he was a Landon Dickerson. He's sorry. from. Uh, Keep going. Sorry. Yeah, Landon Dickerson. He is from. Where is he from again? I think he's from Alabama. He's he's from Alabama, so he's a champion. He's a champion. So you got that championship pedigree. Play under. Um, he played under Nick Saban, so you got that kind of coaching instilled in him. He's a leader on the team on that line. He was a leader on that team, and he'd be great to have on and, the team. And think about this draft: you're going to draft a guy that's going to be like the face of your team in that draft. You're that's going to be with your team for a while. You really want to wait? Put that on a running back? I mean, the guy that guy that's not going to be the face of your team. Shelf life, and you want to, or you want to be a guy that's going to stay in with through thick and thin. I mean, is it going to be a He's going to be a tough player. He's going to be here for the long haul. Because offensive linemen, they don't really change teams that much. And if you get a center, as in, uh, what's the name? I forget. Why do I forget names? I mean, usually isn't my problem. It's usually Alex's problem. What name are you talking about? Dickerson. That's his name. Yeah, we just talked about him. Uh, that's we're just I think if you can get him, then, I mean, centers don't really move around as much as running backs do. He, I agree. Uh, he would stay for the long haul, I believe. Uh, if he doesn't get injured, obviously, because he's been injured too, and it's time. How long was he with the Steelers? Quite a while. And then they also re-signed Mike Tomlin. The Steelers did, so I like that. Is it called re-signed? Or what do you want to say? Extended his contract. Extended, extended Mike Tomlin for another three years. His contract was up, but so they. It was up. Yeah, it was up. One more year. Uh, I think that was a one-year deal that was this year, but might not have been. But either way, they extended him, resigned him, whatever you want to say. Why would they do three that years right after the they've had they've had uh, they've had five they've only had three coaches, Ryan, in the last fifty two years. So that speaks to the type of organization that the Steelers have and the type of coaches that they do hire. All success from each one of those: Noel, Cower, Tomlin. 
Tomlin hasn't done much in 10 years, but except uh, be good in the regular season. No. So he needs to start winning postseason games. So that's something that a goal that should be here in the next three years. Yeah, he hasn't won many postseason games at all. And with that, let's move on to our winners and losers, Alex. You want to start us off here? I will. I'll start off. I'm going to start with the Vancouver Canucks. The Vancouver Canucks, what the, how long were they off for, Ryan? Weeks? They were off for a long, weeks and weeks long and time weeks. with COVID, battling COVID. And then they came back and they beat the Canadians twice. So that's a great way to come back. They still have a shot at the playoffs. I'm not sure how they're going to get make up their games their that they games missed. I, that's why I'm, I, I'm not sure how they're going to make up those games. But they still have a shot at the playoffs. And my... The other winner is soccer fans everywhere. Soccer fans, especially in Europe. You look at the Premier League. They were gonna, the Super League was just disbanded last night, Ryan. Last night after the outcry from soccer fans all across Europe and wherever, the world. all across the world, whoever was affected by it. It would have changed soccer in Europe forever, especially Europe forever. And all across, uh, you're right, all across the world. But Europe, they would have taken six teams from like the Premier League and the champ. Like I think it was the Premier League. They're taking them out, and that teams. would have changed changed everything. Were no, it was six. It was total? six teams out of like the Premier League. I think it was twelve year, twelve teams total. But they're taking six out of there, and that those are the the best teams out of there. But the the fans had their say, and obviously they uh, were more vocal than the owners. And the people that orchestrated it could take, so they went out. And now on to my winners. My first winner is the Oakland Athletics have won 10 straight after losing 7 straight to start the season. So that their record, I think they won one and lost one in between that. So I believe that brings their record to 11 and 8, Alex? 11 and 7. 11 and 7. I mean, that's yes. a good record, Alex. And Wow, after starting 0-7, not many people expected that. I believe they're on one of our losers list. My next winner is the Seattle Mariners. They're up first in their Atlantic East, I believe. West or East? See, Mariners are in the East, right? Mariners are, no, Mariners are in the West. The West. They're in Seattle. Oh, no. You going to add to that? Well, the Pirates are in the Central, and we're not in the Central of America. So why would that... Determined. We're in a league, we're in a we're in a division with teams that are also from Central America. Yeah. So why would you make me not think Central America? But, okay. That, but okay. Let's move on. But... We're embarrassing ourselves. Now let's move on. Uh, Alex, Alex, you want to start us off <laughs> yeah. with the losers? Sure. Uh, but you did. See, Seattle's a winner for you, I guess. You don't have to elaborate. Uh, my first loser is the Maple Leafs. The first Maple Leafs in their division. Maple Leafs have lost uh, five in a row. It's that's not that's not good. They're in a downward spiral. They need to correct really? themselves. Five in a row. Yep. And then my final loser is the Washington Nationals. The Nationals are supposed to be good, right, Ryan? They won the World Series two years ago. They're six and nine, last in the division. It's not good enough for the Nationals. It's not acceptable, not good enough at all. And they need to be better. They're, they, they're good. They still have still quality players. Good pitching. Scherzer, Strasburg, they got good pitching. They should be better than they are. And now my loser. My first loser is the New York Yankees. They're last in the division. They haven't been playing good baseball. They've got a lot of weapons, so they're not utilizing them in the right ways. But as me and Alex stated earlier in this podcast, they will come back to the top because you can't just stay at the bottom with the type of weapons you have on that team. My second and final loser is the Super League. For that demolition of that, that was awesome. Uh, Alex touched on that, so I don't really need to go into it. It's just good for soccer because I didn't like I didn't like it. I mean, just ruined the Premier League. 
But it would have ruined. I guess it would be more competitive in the Super League, but like soccer fans obviously didn't like it. So why would anybody else support it? Yeah, and that does it for our podcast this week. Another good episode, Ryan. Thank you for doing this with me again. It was Another good one. Pleasure with pleasure doing this with you. Um, and next week's episode is up in the air currently. What we're going to be doing with that? It might just be me. We might not have one at all. Ryan will be out of town for that one. Um, so we'll see what happens. We'll keep you posted on that. And yeah, until next you, time, we thank you all for listening. And remember, we are your one-stop podcast for everything Pittsburgh sports. Yeah.